a job. A real job, Ruthie Stewart repeated to herself. Heat radiated up from the sidewalk, even though it was only 10.30 in the morning, but she barely noticed. Hey, slow down, kiddo, her dad called. He was walking her to Mrs. McVitie's rare and antique bookshop. Did you even hear a word I was saying? She didn't. Ruthie turned, waiting for her dad to catch up. It's just that she had never had a job before, and now Mrs. McVitie had asked her and Jack to help out in the shop this summer. She could use extra hands for opening boxes, sorting, and dusting. At the start of every summer, Ruthie thought only of glorious days filled with nothing but free time ahead. Boredom? Impossible. But school had been out for a couple of weeks. Jack had signed up for Chinese lessons, and he had piano, too. Her parents were busy teaching summer school, and her sister, Claire, would be going away on a summer abroad program. Ruthie's schedule was open until she went off to camp in August, and the reality of having nothing to do had begun creeping into her thoughts like an annoying fly in the room. Of course, what she really wanted to do with her time was explore the magical thorn rooms at the Art Institute, the sixty-eight miniature time portals that beckoned her with their promise of trips to past worlds. But she couldn't spend every day in the museum, not without raising her parents' suspicion. What I was saying, her dad repeated pointedly, is that it's supposed to reach over 90 degrees today. I want you and Jack to make sure Minerva keeps the A.C. on. We will, Dad, she promised. They arrived at the shop, the closed sign still in place. Ruthie pressed the doorbell. Good morning, Mrs. McVitie said when she let them in. Jack's already here. I've got him started in the back. Bye, Dad, Ruthie said. Ruthie loved Mrs. McVitie's shop. It was long and narrow, lined floor to ceiling with sagging shelves of old leather-bound books. Antiques were scattered here and there, along with silver pieces, like boxes and candlesticks, and more than a few small framed oil paintings. And Mrs. McVitie was constantly adding and changing things, so it was always different. The smell of the shop was a distinctive mix of dust and leather, with all the scents the old things had picked up over their lifetimes, in some cases a century or more. Sometimes Ruthie marveled at the thought of where all these things had been. Ruthie headed to the storeroom at the far end of the shop. It was a windowless space except for a skylight high above, and was crammed with years' worth of inventory collected from estate sales and auctions. Her best friend was nowhere to be seen. Deep in the room, down a narrow pathway formed between high piles of boxes and packing crates, she finally found him sitting cross-legged on the floor. There was an opened box next to him, and he was reading a yellowed newspaper. Hi, Jack said without looking up. When did you get here? Ruthie asked. About a half hour ago. Man, Watergate was really something. What? Watergate, 
the big scandal that made President Nixon resign. Jack held up a crumpled but now smoothed out old newspaper. See? 1974. Ruthie read the headline in bold two-inch high letters, Nixon Resigns. And look at this one from 1980. Jack held up another that read, Beetle John Lennon Slain. You're reading old newspapers? Ruthie asked. All this stuff we're supposed to unpack is wrapped in them. It's pretty cool. I'm saving some. Jack loved history. This was going to slow him down for sure, Ruthie thought. Yeah, but what are we supposed to be doing with the stuff inside the newspapers? Oh, right, Jack said and looked up. There's a clipboard for you on the shelf over there. Mrs. McVitie wants us to write down a description of everything. There are directions on your clipboard. Okay, sounds easy. Ruthie retrieved the clipboard that Mrs. McVitie had set out for her and chose a box to start with. This one was filled with books. She carefully followed the directions, jotting down as much information as she could. They worked through the morning, and Mrs. McVitie came to check on their progress from time to time. At noon, she ordered sandwiches from a local deli, and they sat together in the front room.